What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say, uh, go Bills. Salute to him, he the general now. Rico got legends for interviews. How the Buffalo Bills got the best fan base. Away games, red, white, blue in the crowd. Hey, hey. I'm a Buffalo fanatic. Hey. Play good, be humble. Uh. Number 17, the captain. Ladies and gentlemen, Buffalo fanatic. it's your boy. Buffalo fanatic. Back I'm at it again. Folks, welcome to another edition of the Rico Report. Brought to you by the Buffalo Fanatics. Let's go. Sponsored partnership with BetUS. Your way to make a little money if you guys are smart enough to make the right picks. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another show. Friday night, man. The Bills are banged up. Woof. I haven't seen the Bills this banged up in a long time, man. And they're not banged up with some scrubs. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want to call them scrubs. They're not banged up with the lesser known players, the less popular players on this team. They're banged up with some, some big hitters. And uh, we're about to find a way. Find a way. And let's, let's, I mean, brainstorm a way that these Bills can win if they have to go without their heavy hitters. And their number one heavy hitter is Joshua freaking Allen. Salute to everybody tuned in, by the way. We've got, what, 70 people just, just rocking, just starting the show. Heather Hathaway's in the building, always. Um, looking for that therapy. I'm looking for that therapy, too, man. I'm trying to get myself some therapy and see, see what's popping for uh, this weekend. We got a big showdown. I'm saying, what, I think the Bills haven't played the Vikings since, like, the hurdle. Because the last time the Bills played the Vikings was the hurdle. And uh, we... We were the major underdogs that game, and Josh Allen hurdled his way to stardom. You feel me? So uh, he's been uh, he's been rocking that thing uh, for a minute now. I mean, that's where the, the hurdle started, and uh, he's been hurdling cats ever since. And it started in Minnesota. And guess what? We go back to Minnesota to face Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson, one of the best receivers in the game. And uh, I was uh, NFL NFL.com has a has an article. I don't know if it's an article per se, uh, but they got a they got a Twitter post out there talking about one of the most that's they think that it's the most even trade ever in the NFL. The Stefan Diggs for that 22nd pick in the 20 in the 2020 draft, I believe. I believe it was the 2020 draft. The 2020 draft allowed the 20 the 22nd pick in the 2020 draft allowed the Vikings to move Stefan Diggs to the Bills in order for them to draft Justin Jefferson. And since that trade has happened, both teams have had success with their receivers. Both teams have had success with their receivers making their quarterbacks a better player. One would say Kirk Cousins had it, had it made. You know, saying when he had both those boys could have, uh, but uh, we decided to you know I mean pluck Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs was kind of saying, "Hey man, is the is I thought the game was in Minnesota? What am I tripping? Am I tripping? I thought the game was in Minnesota. I thought we we're going back to Minneapolis. Boy, I'm tripping. My my mind has been elsewhere. Clearly, um, but yeah, we're going. Hey, they're going. Actually, that's right. We got two games at home straight." And we needed that because we've been on the road. That is correct. Shame on me. And I'm the content creator, right? But this is why I got my peoples to help me out sometimes. Because sometimes I got my shit all mixed up and stuff. 
So I appreciate that, people. So it's a home game. Home game, not a home game. Doesn't matter. We're facing the freaking Vikings. And uh, we haven't faced them since that hurdle. So uh, nonetheless, this is going to be fun uh, to see how this matchup plays out. The thing that's not fun is the injury report. The Bills injury report. I don't know if you guys have seen the laundry list of players that will not be suiting up for this game. Well, let me break something down to y'all, folks. Look at the list that I'm about to break to you guys. Look at this thing, folks. So here's the Bills injury report. Josh Allen, his right elbow, after getting sacked uh, last game, I think it was Jermaine Johnson peeled around the corner. Questenberry absolutely whiffed on him. And uh, that boy's elbow kind of flew, and it kind of swung back a little bit. And uh, it's not the first time he's injured that elbow. It is the second, but it's been some time now. So Josh right now has to deal with the pain. So the, the Bills have a decision to make. And we'll get into that topic just a little bit. But Josh Allen did not practice on Wednesday, did not practice on Thursday, was limited on Friday, whatever that means. And he's, his status is questionable for the game, for the upcoming game. So we have no idea what's going on. McDermott said it was day-to-day. Then he said it's hour to hour. I've never in my lifetime heard a coach uh, deem a player hour to hour. Next thing you hear is going to be minute to minute. Well, we don't know. Sure. One minute I'm thinking this way. One minute I'm thinking the other. I don't know. Funny enough, nonetheless. Then you got Spencer Brown. We don't know what's going on with Spencer Brown. Spencer Brown's dealing with ankle injury. So he was limited on Wednesday, but full practice on Thursday, full practice on Friday. Chances are he's playing this game. It'll be nice to have. You mean the starting crew back? Not that Questenberry did an awful job. He did not. Um, he had some obviously some moments where it was like, mm, we'd like to have that back, but who doesn't, right? So Spencer Brown most likely will be playing. Uh, Stefan Diggs most likely will be playing. You know damn well he's going to be playing because he's going up against his old team. He's got to show out and show up. And the funny thing is, he's going to be doing it with his old quarterback, Case Keenum, potentially. But we'll get into that. Jermaine, Tremaine Edmonds got a groin and a heel injury. He's out. I don't know if you guys are out. Actually, I can't say he's out. He's questionable. Chances are he will be out. I think I read that he he will be. No, I'm not sure. I'm not even going to say that. But chances are he plays, maybe not. Who knows? But he's limited. Limited on Friday, questionable for the game. Who knows? It's going to be game time decision. Kyer Elam. This one was a, this one was a surprise. So we, Mr., we got Mr. Elam. That is... Limited, did not practice, did not practice. Now he's doubtful to play. So now, guess what? Rookie Christian Bentford is now going to have to step his game up. Is this the game that Tredavious White shows back up? We'll see. This will be a prime example for, you know what? Kyrie is out. Let's introduce our guy Tredavious White into this game. We'll see. But anyways, Dane Jackson, full participant the last two days. Chances are he plays. Right then, Taiwan, Cam, Matt Milano, we know is going to be playing. Von Miller will be playing. Mitch Morris, full practice. The rest of the way, they're going to be playing. But look at this one. Jordan Poyer and Greg Rousseau out for this game. And you've seen the year that Greg Rousseau has been having. Greg Rousseau has been having a pretty solid, damn good year thus far. And uh, the young pass rusher has had a very good year. Um, and uh, we're going to be missing his presence in the game. He's out. So the beautiful thing about the depth of the Bills is that we got Carlos Basham that can come in, right? Second round draft pick. We, we picked those guys back to back. So Mr. Carlos Basham 
is going to be getting in there uh, and getting boogie and getting jiggy with it. So Boogie Basham is going to be playing the game. You're going to see a lot of uh, Epinesa, a lot more playing time for Epinesa, more snaps. Uh, maybe we might see a lot of Ed Oliver swinging to the edge. Who knows? But the one thing that I do not worry about is the, um, the depth that we have on the defensive front. However, this is the second game straight, the second straight game that our safety, Jordan Poyer, is out. So that guess, guess what? That means more of DeMar Hamlin. That means more of Jaquan Johnson. Whether you like it or not, you're going to get more of that. And maybe we see a lot more of Dean Marlowe. So that, that will be interesting. So there's a lot of pieces um, moving around that uh, we haven't seen in a long time and we will we'll be, we'll be able to see and witness them onto the field. So Dean Marlowe seems like a good fit from the jump on there. We might even see Tredavious White get on the field. Who knows with that? He was day-to-day, according to coach. So a lot of things are a lot of things are going on right now. But the most important, the most important injury that everyone's been following is obviously the quarterback, number 17, Josh Allen. So Josh Allen, should he play? Will he play? Could he play? And that's the, that's the real question, by the way. And by the way, since you guys are here, do me the favor. Smash that like while you guys are here. You know what I'm saying? Smash that like for you, boys. Friday night. It is Friday night. And you're hanging with your boy. It is Friday. <laughs> I don't know if that even if that even rolls right, but you're chilling with your boy on Friday night, man. So let's let's make it a party, man. So smash that like while you guys are in here. If you guys have not subscribed, subscribe to the mother effing channel. Right back to it. So should he, could he, would he? play that question is for josh allen would he play absolutely if josh allen could play and it was his 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 arm was somewhat broken and they said you could probably play just don't get a hit he'll probably take the chance and play so leaving it up to josh he will play but it ain't up to josh it's up to the medical team obviously they're gonna ask him his first input how do you feel do you feel good do this do that let me see the range of motion all that and under the sun is it worth it? That's the real question. That's the most important question. Is it worth it for the Bills to play Josh Allen when we're A, at top of the AFC East, B, one of the best teams in the AFC, C, middle of the season? We've got a lot of time. We've got a lot of games to go. Our record dictates that we don't necessarily need him to jump in off the bat. Now, if our if our record was, you know, what I'm saying we're 500, you were, were one game below 500. Now you got to really think about, all right, man, like, yo, can you actually play? Because we really need you. Do we really need Josh Allen to play? The answer is no, we don't. We've already, I mean, we've already tasted defeat. It doesn't taste good. We know it doesn't taste good. We're pissed. At least I know I was pissed. When we lost, but we've tasted defeat before. And when we lost to the Patriots, excuse me, when we lost to the Dolphins, we were like, okay, it was a good game. And you know, it was the, the heat and everybody was dropping like flies. You know what I'm saying? And Allen didn't have a great game that game. It wasn't horrible, but it wasn't, it wasn't great either, but it wasn't good. Um, and we, we, we took the loss and we were like, okay, we get it. It's early in the season. Big deal. We'll see them again. Right? This is an NFC opponent. Obviously, wins matter, but losses matter even more when it's in your same conference. This is not a conference game. We have the Vikings next. 
and I believe the Browns following the Vikings. I don't memorize the schedule, so forgive me while I peer into my notes and see who we playing, right? But like, it comes down to really how much, two things actually. It comes down to how, how much do you trust Case Keenum? That's number one. And do you really need Josh Allen to play this game and risk further injury, which would then place him place them out for more games. And now we'll really be kicking our pants, kicking ourselves in the pants. You feel me? So, and we've got crucial games coming up because Thursday, excuse me, where the frick is my thing, man? I got to flip, keep flipping back. Um, because we got some, some, some games that are coming in clusters, right? We got the week, um, Thanksgiving week, American Thanksgiving week. You got that. So there's a lot, there's a lot to, um, there's a lot to, to digest here. So is this game important enough that you need to really risk him getting injured? Here we go. There's my list. So we got the Vikings. Then we have the Browns and then the Lions and then the Patriots. So obviously we got the Vikes this week and the week of my birthday is November 20th. For those that want to send me birthday gift, uh, November 20th is my, is my birthday. Scorpio gang, 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 gang. Um, so the week of my birthday, we have the Thursday game and then we have this, the, 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 what the Sunday game. So, that's a packed week. That's a packed week. So you need him for that, especially for prime time. I'm not trying to watch Case Keenum on prime time. Are you? No disrespect for Case Keenum. But the times that Case Keenum has stepped on the field, he's looked like doo-doo. I mean, granted, it's at the end of the game, and we're really just trying to, I mean, kill the clock. We're not really asking him to make plays and so on and so forth. But damn, he didn't look great. Now, more on to... The, this Josh Allen situation. Josh Allen is worth more to us healthy and late into the season, into the playoffs, than he is for this game here. He is. So sometimes you got to do these. There, there's, there's silver linings in these, in these types of decisions. Just shut his ass down. Shut him down for this game. Let him, let him heal up some more. And then we will, we'll go day to day the following week. People are a little upset because Bill's beat writers, beat reporters, revealed that they, they saw Josh Allen in a practice jersey and he ran off the field. And they show footage of it. Now everybody's like up in arms. How could you do that? You're giving up intel. Maybe they wanted to do a little bit of gamesmanship and not let the other, the other team know if he's playing or not. Man, shut the F up. If there are reporters. That's what their job is. Their job is to report. If they said, if, if they said you have no right to be on the field, we're not letting you guys film what we're doing, stay over there or wherever, and one of them snuck onto the field and filmed it, Different ball game, but the team allowed reporters to come onto the field. Josh Allen was doing whatever he was doing. Then he, then he trotted off the field. Uh, how could you do that? Hey, listen, man, the reporter has allegiance to their company. If they're for ESPN, I'm rolling for ESPN. I don't work for the Bills. You feel me? So that's fair game. They're, they're doing their job. And all we saw really was Josh Allen running off the field. But he was braceless. He didn't have his brace on. And maybe he took it off so he can itch himself. Who knows? 
People like to make a lot out of nothing. Everybody freaking relax. Hey, Talvin agrees with me. Talvin Walker's like, man, for real. I really want to tell him to shut the hell up, but I mean, it is what it is. Bill's Mafia says, yo, Elam has been a disappointment to say the least. I disagree, but we'll get into that a little later. But I want to talk about my man, Allen. So they see him running off the field, so they think, oh, he's playing. I don't think he plays. In my honest opinion, I don't think he plays. And for good reason. You invested 250 freaking million dollars in this guy. And he's banged up. You're going to risk putting him out there so you can go seven and two. Or you go six and three. But there's more to it than Josh Allen not playing. And that's what I want to get into. So let's just say, hypothetically speaking, Josh Allen, out. So now you got to deal with Case Keenum as your backup. Well, we let Mitch Trubisky go so we can go pick up Case Keenum. Case Keenum has starting experience. Case Keenum has playoff experience. Case Keenum has experience and some kind of chemistry with Stefan Diggs. So there should be there should be minimal panic, if you will. Do I want to see Case Keenum on the field? No. Will we see him? Most likely, yes. Should we rally behind? <laughs> should we rally behind Mr. Case Keenum? Absolutely. We're going to rally behind Case Keenum, and we're going to fucking see what he's got under his sleeve to see what we got. Now, here's the flip side of this whole situation. By the way, shout out to everybody watching. Shout out to my man, Dakota J, coming through, showing me some love. Jets family in the house. I see you. You guys are feeling good right now. I got you. Sauce Gardner is a damn good corner, my guy. I got to give it to you. Sauce Gardner also is a grabby dude. He's grabby. When the, when the book is out on him that my man likes to grab, they're going to start calling some PIs on him. But for the time being, six foot three, six foot four corner that can play like that, y'all got a good one. Anyway, back to real business. Heather Hathaway is like, yo, she loves when I cuss. I don't know why you guys have this, this obsession when I cuss. Why? Why is it? Can I ask y'all like, that question? Why y'all like it when I cuss? Does it make me more authentic? Is that what it is? Is it more authentic when I cuss? Don't you guys want me to be more professional and not cuss and, and, and keep it PG? Even keep it G at least? I can keep it G. But like, why y'all like, like the rated R? I mean, I could, I could cuss like the best of them, but I mean, I don't get it. Oh, I see. Heather Hathaway is like, because you don't do it often. I'll respect that. Because I don't, don't want to be known as a potty mouth. I don't. I don't want to be known as a potty mouth. I got children. And sometimes I cuss. If you think I'm a potty mouth, their mother, the worst. This girl dropping F-bombs everywhere. Sometimes I'm like, yo, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you feel me? But my kids, my kids know. They're like, I'm like, hey, do as you're told, not as you see from us. Okay, folks? Anyway, back to it. Um, <laughs> y'all got me tripped up with this whole rated out Rico. But anyway, so Case Keenum. Here's the deal with Case Keenum. When Melissa's like, yo, you're lit when you cuss. I mean, I might drop an F-bomb here and there. You feel me? I mean, I got I to gotta represent from my guy Jeff King. When Jeff King, when we speak, we get to going, right? Jeff King will bring it out of me. But here's the deal. Back to it. 
we're about to find out what this team is really made of. We talk, we brag about how, we brag about how great our depth is, right? The depth at defensive line, the depth that we have at receiver. I mean, we were, we were, we, we were feeling some type of way when we lost one of our, our practice squad receivers to the Giants. Oh my goodness. Oh my God. Did you hear that? What happened? You know what I mean? I mean somebody, Khalil Shakir was inactive. Like we got, like we got some good depth, all line depth. We're about to get a little healthier with uh, potentially if we see Ike Butker, we may get to see Ike Butker, right? Defensive line depth, we got that. Linebacker depth, we got pretty decent depth. Tyrell Dotson, we got uh, Bernard. I mean, we got some depth. Cornerback depth, now bad, pretty damn good. Safety depth, we're seeing it right now. Jordan Poirier, Micah Hyder out. Well, we got Damar Hamlin, Jaquan Johnson. Saran Neal gets in there sometimes. I'm disappointed how the Saran Neal's been playing this year. But we got some depth. So we're about to find out what the heck we have with the depth on this team. We cannot, and this was my beef before, we cannot continue to rely on Josh Allen to do it all for us. He runs the ball. He passes the ball. He does it all. Goal lines, you mean goal line, we need that, those third, third and inches, you know, fourth and one, we, he does it all. Now you don't have that. What are you going to do, Ken Dorsey? What are you going to do? How are you going to utilize the players that you freaking brought on this team? You won't, you can't depend on Josh to bail you out every time. We're about to find out how good Ken Dorsey is. We're about to find out how good this depth at O-line is. How good really are you guys? Are we going to see deficiencies? Are we going to see how poor they are? Are we should should Josh Allen be sacked way more? Is it because he's escaping because he's running for his life? Because Case Keenum, Lord knows, Case Keenum ain't no Josh Allen. Are we finally going to depend on the run? This is this is what's going to piss me off. It's going to make me happy, but it's going to piss me off at the same time. And I'll tell you why. Right after I look at this super chat and say thank you to my guy. Jeff King, always representing. Love how life and football intertwine. Both come to crossroads. You go right or left, it's a decision to be made. And, and, and this is a crucial decision. The question to be answered. Well, folks, that's the bitch. None of us can predict the future. You're damn right we can't. You can't. It's unbelievable. And that's, that is the truth. We don't know what this, this team is going to do, but what we do know is that if they decide to pull, they decide to pull Josh Allen and say, you know what, we need you to rest, which I'm not mad at that at all. Let the freaking, let the, let the fraudulent, in my opinion, Vikings have this game. If they can, they're going to have to take it. I still think we're a damn good team. And the storyline is perfect. Case Keenan returns to Minnesota. You know what I'm saying? I mean, excuse me, Case Keenum returns to play Minnesota. Stefan Diggs can show the young buck in Justin Jefferson the real Gene how it's supposed to be done. But both players are excellent. Justin Jefferson's been doing his damn thing over there. But there's a bit of a there's a bit of a, a bite to it because Stefan Diggs, he knows exactly what's up. Y'all got rid of me. Oh, y'all traded me, obviously because I wanted out, but I wanted out for a reason. Y'all were freaking, you guys were trying to, you know what I mean, make Adam feeling the guy when I should have been the guy this whole time. 
this whole time. Well, let me tell you something, man. Ever since Josh Allen, excuse me, ever since Stephon Diggs was traded to the Bills, his statistics, I, I had it written down. Give me, give me two seconds while I pull this shit up, right? There it is. So ever since he's been in, in ever since he's been traded, Stephon Diggs has a league high 413 targets, 3,600 yards, and 25 touchdowns, including a 2020 season where he led the NFL in receptions and yards. Let me repeat that. Since the trade, Stephon Diggs has a league high, NFL league high, 413 targets, 3,600 yards, and 25 touchdowns, and led the league in receptions and yards in 2020. The boy can play. The boy's a dog, but y'all wanted to showcase Adam Thielen, and, and Adam Thielen is not a scrub. So there's a lot, there's a lot riding on this game. Forget about Josh Allen for a second. There's a lot riding on this game. So Stefan Diggs is gonna want to have a big game. And I can, I can, I don't want to say guarantee, but I'm I'm certain that he's in Case Keenum's ear. But yo, be ready. Let's do what we normally do. Don't make this bigger than it's supposed to be. Let's pitch and catch. Let's go. Let's roll. We're about to find out what this. Nope, not going to do it. We're about to find out what this depth is all about. Diggs is going to get busy. We know that. That's a fact. He's going to get busy. Gabe Davis needs to get busy. He needs to show up. He needs to show out and he needs to show up because the last two games, where have you been? Where have you been for me? What have you done for me lately? Where the hell has Gabe Davis been? I almost messed up those lyrics, but I'm back. What has Gabe Davis done for us lately? We need him to show up. Where the F is the depth? We're about to find out. Josh Allen can't be the savior every single time. So this is where the silver lining is. Who steps up? and who permanently steps up so that we can depend on you when Josh Allen does return. It's a bonus if Josh Allen plays. If he plays, great. If he's prepared to play and he's ready to go and the doctors deem him perfect, I'm good. But if you have any doubt, sit his ass. But I'm sure they'll make the right decision. Now, there's going to be tremendous pressure on somebody. Obviously, Case Keenum's going to have some pressure on him if he's, if he's called upon. But Ken Dorsey, you're going to have a lot of pressure on you because now your play calling is going to be crucial. Who you decide to, to showcase is going to be crucial. Are you going to dig deeper into your bag and start running, running, uh, running you know what I mean, play calls that, that involve the running back? Let's get into it. Next topic. We're off with Josh Allen. We'll, we might dip back into to Gabe Davis, and we'll talk about the whole team altogether. But here's the deal. How do we win this game without Josh Allen? Well, the number one glaring thing is the mother-effing run game. How many times? Don't you get sick and tired of saying, oh, where's, we need to get, get this run game. We, it's, we get sick and tired of it, don't we? Let's commit to the run. Let's get these guys going. Let's. Well, now you're not. You now you have no choice because you can't use Case Keenum to do a bootleg. You can't. You can't use him to go short fourth and one, third and one. You can't. He ain't that dude. 
So now you got no choice but to get this run game going. So here we are. What you going to do? Well, Ken, you drafted you drafted a freaking running back in the second round of James Cook. We got a glimpse of what James Cook can do last game. It looked decent. Nothing great. Nothing, nothing to write home about. He ain't no Kenneth Walker. He ain't no Brees Hall. But he, he, can, he can do some things. Naheem Himes is going into a second week with the team. They say he's a smart guy. He can pick up the offense real quick. Will he be the spark that we need in the run game? Who knows? But here's the deal. And I'm going to be, it's, it's because I want this to happen, but I'm going to be pissed off that it's happening. And we're only waiting until Josh Allen has to get hurt for us to showcase the run game. It's going to, and it's, and it's weird for me to say it. It's going to, it's going to excite me, but it's going to piss me off at the same time. And here's the, here's why it'll excite me because this is what we've been wanting since day one, a lot more balance when it comes to running the rock. Somebody said we traded Hines for punt return. No, we did not, sir. We traded we traded for Hines so he can run the rock, catch the rock out of the backfield. The bonus is for him to punt return. That's the bonus. That's great. Back to your program. I'm, I'm going to be excited, but I'm going to be pissed. The exciting part is that we get to see what these guys are really made of when we commit to the run. We start putting these players at, at a position of strength, right? I got to write this down because I got my second topic that I'm going to speak on right after. So, obviously, we're talking about the run game right now. Perfect. Anyways, we're about to find out what's really good. So, pissed off because we're about to now utilize our run game, what we've been asking for this whole time. Oh, why are we using the, why are we all of a sudden using run game now? Oh, because now we just, we, we don't trust in Case Keaton to make the plays that Josh Allen can. So, we're now going to now get the run game going. Wouldn't you want to get the run game going to protect Josh Allen? Right, you run the you run the rock to open up the pass. Sometimes you got to pass to open up the run, but we just want to pass, 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 pass. Right? Here's another thing. I love the I love our passing attack. It's fantastic. When I see Josh take the time, step over, and he's got to fire. I, it's to me seventy percent of that time is going to be caught by somebody because he's he's went through his progressions. He's got the play call. It's wonderful. We don't have Josh now. We got Case Keenum. So now it's different. Now they may say, we're going we're gonna to press your guys' hard body. We're going to press your guys' hard body. We're going to take away that run because we think you're going to try to get that, that run game going. So you're going to have no choice but to pass the rock. That could be. But I feel that, Kate, that Ken Dorsey is going to try to find a way to, to endorse and get this run game going. Now, that's what excites me. This is what's going to piss me off. Why couldn't we do this right from the start? You know Josh Allen is that dude. You know Josh Allen does never shies away from competition. The competition is only going to get stiffer as the season goes on. That's when we get that true Josh Allen. You saw what he did to the Patriots. Complete beatdown to the Patriots. The guy was nearly flawless. Get this run game going. This is the game we're about to find out. Deion Dawkins, Mitch Morris, Roger Saffle, the man that we brought in to handle business. You know what I'm saying? Ryan Bates. Spencer Brown could be potentially coming back. He was limited. Uh, sorry, he practiced and practiced now. He's, he's game time. We're going to find out what's really good with him. We're, we're a healthy starting unit. 
let us go. My goodness, man. Like, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm waiting for it. It's going to be fun. But it's also going to piss me off because why are we waiting until week 10? Week 10 to freaking do this. We're into week 10 to establish a run. 10 weeks of football, and you're probably going to now try to establish the run because Josh Allen is hurt. That's on Ken. That's on Ken. So we need a little more balance. All right, that's number one. So shout out to Ken. I'm hoping that he's going to come out and, 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 and establish a bit of balance, a lot more play action, a lot for, you know what I mean, 12 personnel. You know what I'm saying? I would love to see that. So hopefully we, we get more of that so we can kind of throw this team off. And then if we need to go into 10 personnel, if we need to go into 11 personnel, so be it. Maybe a little bit 21 personnel, who knows? But I'd like to see more of that. The, the Minnesota defense is okay. Not even okay. I think it's just middle of the pack, if that. So it's not like they're going to stifle us anywhere. So this is the where you need to establish yourself. And here's another storyline when it comes to the run game. Wouldn't it be the best thing? Somebody said, yo, you said this last year. Isn't it crazy? Don't you, don't you, don't I hate repeating myself? Yes, I do. It's frustrating to repeat myself. Rico, you said this is the same thing last year. Is it deja vu? Well, change it up for crying out loud. We're week 10. Let's go, man. Sounds like a broken record. Jeez. Hate listening to myself say this shit every damn week. Let's get the run going. Let's establish the run. This is the way we can do it. If you give him 10 carries, 15, you know, sick and tired of it. But now that Josh Allen's out, maybe they start freaking listening. Highly doubtful. But I like to feel that they are listening. Right? Now, here's another, here's another nugget, or if you, I don't want to call it a nugget, but another storyline. James Cook, the little brother of Dalvin Cook that most people say, hey, they run alike. They're almost similar to each other. No, the F they're not. Not even close. Not even close. Don't compare those two. They don't run the same. They're, they're different backs. All right? But you have an ability now to, like, you know what I mean? He's going up against his brother. I mean, there's some storylines in this. Case Keenum playing against his old team, right? Stefan Diggs playing against his old team. James Cook gets to be on the same field with his brother. You want to be able to show out. You know what I mean? I make it, I make it in the NFL. I get to play against my brother. Yo, give me the rock so I can, you know what I mean, showcase myself. Maybe that's what happens. He's, 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 I don't want to say he's peaking because he hasn't peaked at all yet, but we're starting to see why we drafted him last game. Nice reception in the, over the middle, takes it down the field a little bit. We'd like to see that. He had a cool, a couple, couple runs that made it outside the tackle. Lovely to see. So this is one of those moments where we get to see what he has in this game. Problem is, we got Devin Singletary, James Cook, and Naeem Himes. We're back to the running back by committee. So how much is he going to get the ball? And Naeem Himes is going into his second week with the team. So you might even see James Cook not get as much touches. Just a storyline to pay attention to. So the run game, broken record, needs to be established. Because if we don't, and we rely on the arm of Case Keenum all game long, chalk it up for another L. We're going to take two L's in a row. So hopefully we find that balance. So that is the run game, sir, ma'am. Let's, let's go to number two. Number two. Case Keenum is our guy. 
But this more so is more on Ken. Ken Dorsey. Now, I've been praising Ken Dorsey. I think Ken Dorsey's done a fantastic job. I'm not taking anything away from Ken Dorsey. I think he's been great. It's lovely that you can you can inherit an offense that got better. I say the offense got better with the pieces that they've added to the team. So you inherited a fantastic team. You're not starting from scratch. They pretty much handed you the keys, you know what I'm saying, to a beast of a vehicle. Take over. You can make your modifications all you want. Put it in the garage and do what you got to do. But that thing is running on, on, you know what I'm saying, some great, some that thing is running on premium tires, you know what I'm saying, synthetic oil. That thing is ready to go. Bells and whistles all you want, but you, we gave you a great foundation of a car. You got, you didn't get a stock car. You know what I'm saying? Your thing was, was, was primed and ready to roll. You probably changed the paint. You know what I'm saying? Maybe the upholstery, maybe you had to change a little bit. But you got yourself a nice vehicle. Now, here's the deal, though. Ken Dorsey is going to have to figure out, because that's the, that's the job of the offensive coordinator. The job of the offensive coordinator is to, to look for the matchups. You know what I'm saying? To, to put a game plan together for one of your players. So the one thing that I'm surprised about is a game plan hasn't been put together to showcase Dawson Knox. And last game would have been perfect because you have two really good corners, two extremely good corners in J- and DJ Reed and Sauce Gardner. The middle would have been a, a perfect place for us to exploit, but we didn't. We couldn't run the ball, and we never exploited the middle of the field. We never got our guys going. I would like to see a game plan created for Dawson Knox to get going. He's an integral part of this team. We didn't pay him that money just for him to pat for him to freaking run block. He's paid very well. Get him the freaking football. Put some things together for him, Kent Dorsey. That is your job. You can't just inherit Josh Allen and just let Josh Allen do what he does. This is where now we're about to find out what kind of coaching, you know what I'm saying, that you do. What kind of coach you are. Are you going to open things up and, and showcase the likes of Dawson Knox? Maybe Khalil Shakir gets a bigger piece in this in this whole puzzle. Maybe you start opening things up for him, right? Obviously, it depends on the game, depends on personnel. I get all that. But Ken Dorsey, all eyes are going to be on Ken Dorsey on what he's able to do with this offense without Josh Allen. Is it all Josh Allen or is it is it great play calling by Ken Dorsey? Because if you're a great play caller and you get the feel and 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 you you you've got these guys prepared, Shit, sky's the limit. So when Josh comes back, let's roll. We'll have a lot more semblance. We'll have a lot more balance. Let's roll. But we got a lot riding on this game. We got a lot riding on this game. So I'm looking forward to seeing what Ken Dorsey is all about. So recapping, number one way that we can get this thing going, obviously, broken record here, is really and truly, without Josh Allen, establish the freaking run. We must. It's a, it's, a, it's a matter of chess, man. If these guys think that we're going to just throw the rock because we don't trust the running back, I have no idea. I don't know what these guys are going to think or what these Vikings are thinking. I'm going to put it this way. We have to figure something out. We have to have some kind of identity. This is the game for us to, to, to figure out what team we are, find our identity. And then Josh is just going to have to fit in. 
fit into where, what, what Ken Dorsey, because this is what we're going to really find out what Ken Dorsey's about. Because when you have an elite player like Josh Allen, he masks a lot of deficiencies. He masks a lot of the errors that this team or mistakes that this team makes. How many times do you see Josh Allen break out and or change the play at the auto because he doesn't like something or whatever the case is? We don't have that anymore. So, Ken Dorsey, KD, all eyes are going to be on you, brother. We're about to find out how good you are of an OC and how you're going to scheme up players to get these things popping. Are you going to force, are you going to make Case Keenum force feed Stefan Diggs? Because we all see it coming. And if we as fans see it coming, Vikings see it coming. So hopefully you got a good game plan going forward and Case Keenum can really do the job. That was number one. Number two, let's game plan to get this slot involved. Khalil Shakir, Isaiah McKenzie, Dawson Knox. Let's, let's work the middle of the field, right? Make these safeties, you know, make a play. And then once they start creeping up a little bit, then you got these two boys, Gabe Davis and Stefan Diggs going. Stefan Diggs is going to get his. That's, a, that's, that's no question about it. Let's roll. Now, let's, let's go to number three. Number three. So the, obviously Ken Dorsey, we're going to be paying attention to Ken Dorsey. That's one of the reasons that we, 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 uh, we're watching this game for Ken Dorsey. That's number two, because Ken Dorsey's got to open up plays for people. He's got he's to showcase some people. He's gotta, let's, let's, let's really see what Ken Dorsey's play calling is going to be. Right? That's number two. Number three, we're going to rely heavily on this defense. This is a top-ranked defense, and we are going to need this defense more than ever. We've got to turn Kirk Cousins into that meme that's out there that got the NFL. I don't know what kind of meme page it was, but they got all these, all these girls, all these girls, all these quarterbacks. I don't know what app they're using, but they converted them to some females. And they were, they had Josh Allen as Jessica. They had Kyler Murray as Kylie. They had Tom Brady as, I don't know what she was. Was Tina? I don't know what it was, right? Kirk Cousins was like, nah, man, that's Kirk Cousins with a wig. So we got to make Kirk Cousins look, you know what I'm saying, like Kirk Cousins with a wig. We got to really get after him. And this defense is set for it. The pass rush is legit. We're missing Greg Rousseau, but Carlos Boogie Basham is going to be in there ready to get after it. The interior line is going to get after it. Jordan Phillips, Ed Oliver, Tim Settle, Daquan Jones, we're going to get after it. We got to stop that. Obviously, we're going to get that and stop that run. But it's going to be a tough one. Carlos Hayes has a great question. I'm going to get to Carlos Hayes' question in just a second. But that defense, and I'm glad that you brought it up because that defense is what's really going to happen. Now, let me just click on that right now. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line 
prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. <laughs> yo, before I get to that, yo, Andrew Lewis says, yo, don't tell my wife, but I might be in love uh, with a Josh Allen as a girl. Can we talk about that for a second? I don't know if you guys know uh, what it is. And I wish I, I wish I freaking added them to, you know what? I'm going to give me two seconds. I, I want you guys, I'm not going to say a word. I'm going to try to add them because I saved them to my, my camera roll. And uh, we're going to go. <laughs> we're going to add that shit to it. So you guys hang tight while I get this thing popping here. I don't, it's, if it makes a noise, forgive me. Forgive me if it makes a noise. I'm going to keep quiet so I can get this thing popping here. So let me, if I can get to my damn page here. Because this creepy as ever, but yo, just these people just know how to make men just just act act out, and we sitting here looking at quarterbacks looking like men, and we talking about ooh he cute, <laughs> ooh she cute, she could get it. <laughs> yo, we're twisted. I swear we're twisted. And Andrew, you got me in this mess, and I gotta go talk about it. But Jimmy Garoppolo, <laughs> yo, Jimmy Garoppolo, I'm telling you right now, boy. <laughs> Kylie Murray, I'm just saying, boy. Hold on, I gotta mute. I gotta mute myself. Give me a second here. Forgive the the forgive the silence. I hate silence, but I it's for this purpose only. So give me two seconds here. All right, I'm adding two of them. So for, for, for audio purposes, I apologize for um, podcast folks that will be listening because I'm about to show a picture, um, and we're going to talk about it because I don't want to break. I know we're talking about defense, uh, but we will get into it momentarily. But I got to bring this up. I apologize. But Josh Allen, as a female, Jessica Allen, <laughs> yo, they're talking about, so the, the the joke was, how many beers would you need to, you know what I'm saying, consume in order for you to get with quarterbacks that look like this? So 
Josh Allen as a female. <laughs> yo, are you getting with that? Or are you walking by and like, nah, fam, that's that's a dude. Or are you like, yo, hey, what's up, ma? What's your name? Jesse. Yo, where you from? Wyoming. Oh, for real? All right. So who you with? <laughs> I'm with my girl. Oh, for real? Who's your girl? I got my man that's with me. What's her name? Tua. <laughs> Yo, I'm not going to lie. Tua looks pretty nice. <laughs> Yo, look at the picture of these guys, man. I can't believe y'all got me talking like this. This is craziness, right? So you got Tua over here. They converted Tua into a female. And then they got, they got Jesse Allen over here. Ain't that a trip? Folks, people are twisted, man. People are freaking twisted. Look at that jawline. I don't know, man. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be thinking twice. I'd be thinking twice. I'm like, I don't know, but but this one, this one's a little different. This one, I'm like, hold on now. What's your name? Where you from? I'm from Hawaii. <laughs> oh shit. I <laughs> yo, I'm twisted, man. I gotta stop. I gotta stop. I gotta stop. I gotta stop. This is too much. This is too much. Y'all gonna clip this up and then you got me acting. You got you're gonna make me look like a damn fool. I'm done. All right. Back to back. And the question is, how many beers do you have to be in? Sober, it's a different ballgame. You know what I'm saying? Even if you're not, if you're not a beer jerk, you know what I'm saying? How many shots you got to be in? You got to be six shots, seven shots. You know what I'm saying? Things start looking real good once you start getting, you know what I'm saying, a little hazy in the eyeball. And you're like, yo, hold up. Hold up. What's your name again? <laughs> you said your name was Jesse? All right, cool, Jesse. What's up? You feel me? Anyway, let me, let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop. Somebody said, how many beers for, uh, for, for Tua? I don't know, man. Tua might not even. <laughs> Tina, you know what I'm saying? Or Tia. I'm going to call her Tia. Tia, might, you might not even need anything for Tia. Should be told. Shit, I might be, yo, what's up? Wifey's like, excuse me? Hold on, babe. Hold on. Listen, hear me out, though. Nah, we ain't going to do that. <laughs> we ain't going to do that, man. Um, yo, my man Jeff King comes in and says, hey, as much as no one wants to hear this, this is a defining moment for the Bills. No championship team falls apart for the loss of one player for a week or two. This is where you find out who you are as a team. That's what makes football great. It takes a freaking village to raise a child. My goodness, Jeff King is coming with it today. I got to give it to him, man. I appreciate that, Jeff King. Jeff King got me off my thing now. He Listen, I was, I was, I'm talking about Tia. I'm talking about Jesse. You brought me back to football. Thank you so much. Freaking Andrew, and, and, freaking lips it over here. Got me talking all freaking football with and, and men play. Stop. All right, I got to get back to it. Come here, tuna, tuna. Eat your food, tuna. If you guys remember that, what that, uh, what that's from. Come eat your food, tuna. Tuna casserole. Anyway, if you guys know, you know. Anyway, back to it. This defense. We're going up against the Vikings that are seven and one. Seven and one. On arguably teams that, if you look back to see who the Vikings played, nothing great. But they pull it out. They win close games. They make the last play to make it work. So a win is a win is a win at the end of the day. So we're going up against a very good team. That's 7-1. Now, do I, do I believe in that record? Is it a strong 7-1 record? Not really. Going up against the Bills, if they beat the Bills, is it, a, is it do you really, did you really beat the Bills without Josh Allen? Yes, because that defense is still elite. It's damn good defense. So we've got to come out and really make something happen. 
And Jeff is absolutely right when he says, and he's pretty much cementing what I was saying earlier. As much as no one wants to hear this, this is a defining moment for the Bills. No championship team falls apart for the loss of one player. That's facts because it's a team game, right? You always hear people talking about, do your 111th, do your 111th. Well, this is going to be your 111th. You got to. Josh ain't there, you know what I'm saying, to, to kind of do two-thirds of the 11th, right? two or three or four. He's fourth of 11. You know what I'm saying? We don't want that. We want everybody doing their damn job, right? No team falls apart with one player being out a couple weeks. So this is where you find out who the hell your team is. That's what makes football so damn good, and he's right. It does take a village. That's why we need coaching to be on top of things. We want Ken Dorsey to be on top of things. And we want, you know what I mean, Leslie Frazier, get these guys getting the ball, turning the ball over. So maybe this is where we turn up and allow Tredavious Wade to come back and play. This is what we, listen, we lose a superstar, we bring back another superstar on the defensive side of the ball. So defense is where really it's going to be. We've got, this is where we're going to win the game with defense. We've got to limit this team to 14, 14 points. We really do. 14, 10 to 4, 10 to 17 points. That's where we got to keep this team. No more than 17. My man, James, my, my man, Canadian James from Canada, somewhere in Canada. I'm not sure where you are, where you're from, James, but I salute to you, man. James says, yo, okay, Rico, let's get serious here. After Case dices up the Vikes defense this Sunday, we're going to have a QB controversy. Boy, you better stop. <laughs> Boy, you better stop. There ain't, no, ain't no QB controversy. But you know what will happen, though? I'll tell you this, though. This is what's going to happen. If Case Keenum comes out and lights it up, and I mean light it up, I'm talking about really looks good, and you can, you're pretty much plugging in play this quarterback, and he lights it up, this only does one other thing. It allows Josh Allen to sit and chill. So there, is there a controversy? No. Does it allow Josh Allen to have more rest? Absolutely. Going against the Browns, man, you got this. Handle it. I'll take a little more time with the elbow. And then I got myself ready for Thanksgiving against the freaking Detroit Lions. But if Case Keenum looks like utter garbage, we won't be able to afford to go 0-3. Sorry, not interested. Can't have it. So we got we to make sure that if he has a great game, take the time, take all the time you need, Josh Allen. This offense is in good hands with, with Case Keenum. And Case Keenum is not a bum. I need to make clear, Case Keenum is no bum. He's just not Josh Allen. You see the quarterback in play? Did you see Mariota last night? Marcus Mariota, Marcus Mariota made some dumb plays, man. He was just awful. Like, to the point where they're like, yo, they're going to pull your, the, the rookie quarterback very soon if you keep playing like that. So there are some awful quarterbacks in this game. So I don't, Case Keenum is one of the good ones. Backups, might I add. So shout out to them. So this defense, this is where we need this defense to step up. We need to obviously get after Case Keenum, excuse me, get after um, Kirk Cousins. But the most important is who's going to line up against Justin Jefferson. You got Irv Smith, that's on the team, a tight end. You got a decent O-line out there. Obviously, you got Adam Thielen. So they got some, they got some players out there, folks. They do have some players out there. So we're about to find out what's really good with this squad. So that being said, who lines up against Justin Jefferson? Is Dane Jackson up for the task? Do we bracket? Do we double team Justin Jefferson and allow Thielen to do his thing? Because Thielen is no, no scrub either. 
Is Benford ready for this? Are we going to be heavy into zone play instead of playing man-to-man? Because when we're, we get more into man-to-man when Kyrie's in the game, he's starting to transition as a better corner doing overall zone play. But I'd love to see how it plays out with who covers Justin Jefferson because he is going to be a freaking handful, a handful for this defense. But guess what? You can't get the ball off if your quarterback is on his back. So that pass rush is going to have to get after it. And the beautiful thing about this whole game is that we're not missing our best defender. Yes, I said it. No, I'll say second best defender. But he's arguably 1A, 1B. Von Miller is one of our best defenders. Matt Milano is probably the best defender we have on the squad. And Matt Milano is playing. What a difference it makes when Matt Milano is in the game. Alongside Tremaine Edmonds, that's a good duo. Tremaine Edmonds on his own struggles. He ain't no Matt Milano. Matt Milano has surpassed Tremaine, Tremaine, uh, Tremaine Edmonds as top LB. And I have no bones about saying it because he makes the plays. Tremaine doesn't say that Tremaine, Tremaine Edmonds isn't good enough. But plays need to be made. And guess what? Milano makes plays. Tackle for loss. Interception. He's there. He's always in the right place at the right time. Tell me I'm lying. Because that's exactly what it is. My man Jeff B comes in and says, yo, man, what? y'all don't think the Vikings come in to Highmark getting no, no win, do you? Listen, we said the same shit about the Jets. And I'm sick and tired of people thinking that we're just going to come in and, and handle business. And no disrespect to my guy Jeff B, because Jeff B knows I got mad respect for him. But we got to stop as Bills fans thinking that we got this because we're the Bills. The Jets came. They came home and they punched us in the mouth. And then when we tried to counter and hit him back again, they punched us in the mouth again until they walked away with that win. And we thought, yeah, we're going to go into the Vikings. We're going we're gonna to go into the Jets. We're going we're gonna to wipe the Jets clean. Wilson ain't going to do shit. Wilson was connecting like you wouldn't believe with Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson on one end was, doing, was handling business. So we cannot... Come in thinking that the Bills are going to come in and absolutely take care of the Vikings. Under what? Under what? What? what Let me try to formulate my words correctly. Where do we come off thinking that that's going to happen? If nothing showed you anything or something showed you something, that even make doesn't make sense. If something showed you something, you you guys catch what I'm trying to say. If you didn't learn anything, that it's any given Sunday, the Jets that were supposed to lose, they were the underdog team. They took it to us. They beat us up in the trenches. They ran the rock down our throats. That was it. Killed the clock. They they earned a time of possession. And then they didn't turn they turned the ball over once. Obviously, turnovers make a difference. But to say that we are, you, know, you don't think the Vikings are gonna win, do you? Well, they are seven and one. They are seven and one. And this is a what have you done for me lately type of league. What have the Bills done for you? They've had a horrible second half against the Packers, and they had a horrible game against the Jets. So the last thing I know about my Bills is they had a shitty-ass game, and they've been playing like shit. That's the last thing I know about my Bills right now. So guess what? They got to come back and bring it. James comes in and says, yo, is Trey White still out? Damn, I'm from Niagara, Ontario. I knew you were from Ontario. Uh, 45 minutes from Orchard Park. My man, good shit. Trey White is minute to what did they say minute to minute 
or day to day. He's day to day. We'll just call it day to day because that's exactly what they said. So who knows? They might they might just keep him out one more game. Maybe he's not ready. But our DBs are going to have their hands full, folks. Adam Thielen can play. Justin Jefferson's a baller. He's been fantastic ever since he's entered the league. And he's got everybody mm, 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 doing the gritty all over the place. You got Adam Schefter trying to do the gritty, and he pulls an ACL. How terrible is that? Unathletic mother F. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You doing a dance move that takes 10 seconds to do, and you pull a muscle, and you, you go down? Unreal. It's really not that simple. It's, it's not that hard to, like, what are you using all these? Oh, I'm not even going to get into it. <laughs> so Elam, doubtful. He's got an ankle. He's got an ankle ankle injury, so he's he's doubtful. So we're we're now we're we're basing it on: Do they bring up Xavier Rhodes? Are they just going to go with Dane Jackson and Christian Benford and have Cam Lewis as you know? What I mean the, the you know what I mean the the inter the you know, the in between the backup. Teron Johnson's already doing his business in the slot, so we're good there. So we'll see. We shall see, folks. We shall see. But at the end of the day. Here's what it comes down to, man. This team going up against these Vikings, it's uh, it's not going to be a cakewalk at all. Most definitely because we may not have Josh Allen. And I'm speaking as if we are not going to have Josh Allen for this game. If they're smart about this, you're not going to play your quarter billion dollar man if you don't need to. And do they need to play Josh Allen? No, they don't need to play him. It's not like we need this win to get into the playoffs and we're, we're doomed without it. No, no, no. We're six and two. If we go to six and three, so be it. We're in the middle of the mix in the AFC East. But better, I'm better off having a healthy Josh Allen going into the stretch of the season than having him turn into a Darren Waller that's on IR right now because he tried to push it and try to get into, the, get into playing and he, and he re-injured his hamstring. I don't want to be like Keenan Allen that's out for another X amount of weeks. These guys are trying to push it to try to come back, and they're, they're, it's a detriment to themselves because now they're out even longer. So I'd rather have my guy ready to go. Carlos Hayes, great point. Rhodes is the next Vikings player. Also, that's, that's, that's who drafted him. So there's a lot of storylines in this game. There's a lot of storylines, and we're about to find out what's really good. We're about to find out what's really good. So let's recap these three keys to victory. Number one, broken record here, but establish that run game. And I'd love to see us. And, and, and once we establishing the run game is one thing, right? That's key number one. But number two, this is the most important. This is the most important one to me is, is Ken Dorsey finding his mismatches and taking full advantage of them. So is the mismatch going to be in the slot? Is it going to be, you know what I'm saying? Finding speed against the outside, against the Vikings defense who knows what it is, but I need to see something from Ken Dorsey that shows me that, you know what? He is the answer. Because right now, Josh Allen, he's a he's the type of player that can that can really cover up a lot of mistakes. You can cover up a lot of mistakes. So you don't have that guy that erases your mistakes. Now you have Case Keenum. Case Keenum ain't no eraser the last time I checked. You know what I'm saying? He's permanent marker. You know what I'm saying? You scribble on that, that stays there for good. You know what I mean? He ain't going he ain't going freaking erase certain mistakes that may present itself in front of him. If he makes a move, man, that's permanent. That's right there. Josh Allen, he's all he's pencil. 
You know what I'm saying? You could do this, you erase it and start over and do something else. The eraser. That's that's Josh Allen for He's the magic eraser. And then you got Mr. Permanent and Mr. Case Keenum. Now, Ken Dorsey, give me something, man. Find find the mismatches. Create a game plan for someone. Is it is it Naeem Himes? Do you have a package for him? Cool. Use it. Do you have a package for Dawson Knox? I'd love to see Dawson Knox come out and, you know what I mean, have a game. The connection between Diggs and Keenum is already there. We're good. Let's make that work. But Ken Dorsey, a lot is riding on you this game. We're about to find out what kind of OC we really have. It's exciting, almost exciting. Because we're about to find out, is he some trash? Or is he actually legit now that we don't have Josh Allen potentially playing? We'll find out. Number three, this defense, man. We got to find that we've got to get after. We've got to prove that we are the number one defense in this game. Are we missing a couple players? Yes. Poyer's not playing, but he didn't play last game, and we were still doing all right. We were still, you know what I'm saying, effective enough that we, we allowed them, these guys to score 20 points, but they, they scored that last field goal in the last second. But that one drive that was killer kills us, man. You can't have these drives. You can't have these long, sustained drives by the opposing team, right? Now, what really put us in the bind was really put us in the bind, not necessarily the defense not playing well, not necessarily, I mean, us not capitalizing the off in the red zone, but most importantly, Josh Allen has been turning the freaking ball over. Josh Allen has been turning the ball over. That's what's trash. That's what we can't have. And Case Keenum, if you have to manage the game, manage the freaking game. I don't need you to be, give me superstar. If Stefan Diggs has to suffer with less statistics, so be it. Let's get out of here with a win. So don't turn the ball over. Take the safe throws. You just get out of there. And if we have to be a run-heavy team this game, so be it. Screen pass here, slant there. Cool. But don't turn the ball over. Don't waste the defensive performance that this team has given us to just give the ball, the, the ball back to the offense. This is the NFL. You give them enough chances, they will capitalize, and it will hurt you. And that's just the facts. That is just the facts, man. We can't give up the we can't give up the ball. We cannot give the ball. So no Josh Allen. We're about to find out what this Buffalo team is made of. Is all this depth for, for show? It sounds like it looks like we have depth, but it ain't shit. It's all about names. It sounds good to have Xavier Rhodes. It sounds good to have Tim Settle. It sounds good, you know what I'm saying, to have Isaiah McKenzie. Does it sound good to have Case Keenum? I don't want it to sound good. I want it to be legit. These depth players can play. It's always next man up. Next man up. But Rico, we don't have a quarterback. Uh, next man up. What's the saying? Don't blink? Well, guess what? We ain't got no time to blink. Josh Allen might not be playing. Jordan Poirier is not playing. Greg Rousseau is out. Get up there and prove it that you belong. That's how these. That's how stars are born. When a guy goes down, next guy up. Drew Bledsoe, if he didn't get hit, we probably don't know who Tom Brady is. Tom Brady maybe doesn't, doesn't become the guy he is today. But Drew Bledsoe got his, his clock cleaned, and here comes Tom Brady. 
It's that simple, baby. It's that simple. So we might see Carlos Boogie Basham show up, and he's that dude. Christian Bedford comes in and gets two picks this game, and we don't even look Kyrie Elam's way no more. This is where something steps up. Jaquan Johnson, maybe you step your game up. This is where everyone has to do their one and left thing and get their shit together. Josh Allen ain't going to save you no more. He ain't your savior. He might not be playing this game. So y'all got to step it up. Step it up. This is the game for you to step it up. And we're about to find out what this freaking def- what this defense is made of. We're going fu- to find out what this offense is made of. And we're certainly going to find out what Ken Dorsey's made of. And that's real spit. Now, you guys already know what time it is, right? It's Friday. We're an hour into the show. Guess what time it is, baby? It's pick'em's time, baby. We're, going about to, we're about to pick who's winning, who's losing, and who's doing what. Now, before I get into the pick'em's, what in the fuck are the Colts doing? What are they doing? The Colts fire their head coach, and they go and grab Jeff freaking Saturday, an analyst for Good Morning Football. As a, he's a relief analyst, number one. He shows up when they need someone, someone's away or whatever, and you're bringing Jeff Sat. Fam, what is Jim Ursay doing? He's rubbing people the wrong way, man. I'd, I'd, be, I'd be offended. I would be absolutely offended if I'm a qualified head coach on the roster, on the team that I've had, and there's guys that, that has, has done the interim job before, but he went, at, he went outside the box and took Jeff Saturday to be his coach? What? And, he's, and he, they, they drew it with a straight face? Bro, it's one of those situations where you're like, yo, good, yo, I hope y'all lose. Because you, you can't just do stuff like that. And just expect, you know, Jeff Saturday doesn't know the team, doesn't know shit, and come in and try to lead these boys to win. Who said it best? I think uh, it was Joe Staley. Was it Joe Staley? Who was the long, te- the longest tenured uh, um, offensive lineman for the Browns? I can't, I can't remember his name. Uh, I'll get his name because I, I remember uh, Joe Thomas. I just Joe Staley. Joe Thomas. Joe Thomas absolutely ripped the Colts. And their nonsense today. And he said pretty much, and I'm I'm gonna I'm paraphrasing here when I say this. Coaching, it's not something that you can just say on the weekends. I'll coach it up and I'll do what I need to do uh, during the week, and then we'll. Yo, this is a full time job. Y'all don't see your families. Y'all don't do. Don't. He just said, I'll give you an example. Rob Chizinski, I think I say his name right, was their coach, and Chizinski saw his kids twice a week if he was lucky. I think one of them was on Fridays or Thursdays. Thursdays or Fridays. And if it was a home game, he'd see them when he drops the kids after the game home. Drops the kids off and then back to the stadium. You don't see your family. So they they call this guy off the street to come and coach this team? Boy, y'all tripping, man. Oh, my goodness, man. If you want to tank, just say you're tanking. Just say you're tanking. But you're going you're gonna to act and, and, say a, and keep a straight face and and tell people that you think that this is, ain't nobody buying that. Nobody's buying that. Anyway, it is what it is, man. People are crazy out here. But let's go to the pickums, people. All right. So here we go. Where's my pen at? I just had a pen. Did I drop the pen? Yeah. All right. 
Here we go. Mike Hurt. Where's Mike Hurdle? Mike Hurdle loves these, these, these moments, man. So this is for you, buddy. We're doing the pickups. And let's get to it. So Seattle, Tampa Bay. It's a 1030 game in love. Where is it? In, oh, it's in Munich. In Munich, my friends. Okay, so it's a it's a 1030 game. Seattle, Tampa. I like what Seattle's doing right now. I know that the uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers won their last game and they just they just won by the skin of their teeth. But I like what Geno Smith is doing. I like what Geno Smith is doing over there in Seattle. And I love that Kenneth Walker is, is leading the way. So I'm taking Seattle over Tampa. Are y'all with me? Are you guys with me with that? Uh, that one? I just don't believe in the Bucs. And I just don't believe in Tom Brady. Tom Brady, I think Father Time is knocking on your door. And you, 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 you stuck the chair underneath the door handle to say, give me more time. Give me more time. But Father Time is like, fam, it's over with, man. Just release the chair move the chair out of the way it's time to come with me and tom brady's like you're never take me alive he's got that chair underneath the thing and he he's trying to squeeze as much football out as as possible so father time is coming for your ass bro they come it comes for everybody it comes for everybody even myself father time reaches sometimes i get up i'm like i'm grunting when i get up fam you feel me anyway tap seattle over tampa i'm taking that who do we like? Do we like the Bills if Josh Allen doesn't play? Do we like the Bills over the over the over the uh, Minnesota Vikings? And this is crucial. And I'm not going to answer this one. I'm going to let you guys answer this one. Bills over Vikings, or do the Bills go 0 2? If especially if Josh Allen does not play, what do you guys think? Are we taking the Bills? Amy's like, yep. Pull me down for the Bills. I see you, Amy. Amy says, pull me down for the Bills. James, always Bills. Mike Hurdle, yo, Rico's picks are here, baby. Let's go. Bills over Vikings. Bills by 100. I like our chances. If it's Bills over Vikings, it's a close one. So you guys want the Bills, huh? I'll let you guys pick this one. Somebody said it's 50-50. Bills Mafia says, yo, it's 50-50. My man Lipset says, yo, bet money on the Vikings, then you win either way. <laughs> I like that. Sean Diaz, finally some of that's speaking up and he's speaking truthful here. He says, I like the Vikings even if Josh, even if Josh plays, but I'm a Dolphins fan. So I guess I might be rooting for the Vikings for the wrong reasons. Yo, Sean Diaz, you're a hater. I thought you were gonna come in and, and say, you know what? I'm being I'm being real here, but you got you got something involved in this one. So I think we're all everybody's everybody's saying bills. So I guess we're going bills. I'm letting you guys choose this one. I hate I hate I don't bet on the bills ever. I don't even I don't even touch them. I just I always box them out. I don't even bet on them. All right. Next game. Detroit, Chicago. I like Chicago in this one. I like Chicago over Detroit. I like what uh, I like what uh, Justin Fields is doing. Uh, okay, Chicago over Detroit and Detroit's just Detroit, man. They, they got a big they got a big win against against Green Bay last week, but it seems like everyone's winning against Green Bay. Green Bay has lost five games straight. Five games. They're 0-5. Not good, folks. Not good. So I'm taking Chicago. Chicago over Detroit. Next up, uh, Denver and Tennessee. That's a tough one, man. Tennessee's at home. Denver and Tennessee. I'm going to let you guys choose this one, man. What do you guys like? Denver over Tennessee. Tennessee is such a well-coached freaking team. 
They're so well coached, man. And they, they just lost that game just, just by a little bit. I kind of want to say Tennessee. But if they have the rookie playing again, I don't know if I like the rookie. Um, I don't think he's ready yet. Uh, Willis. I don't think Willis is ready yet. He's a good player, but I don't think he's ready yet. Um, I like the Broncos to win this one, man. Even though Tennessee's at home. Ah, so you guys are saying Broncos. Let's rush. Yo, listen, man. I'm taking Broncos on this. Broncos are coming back. They're coming off of a bye. And Tennessee, I don't know, man. If the rookie's starting, I'm going to take, and this is the sole reason I'm taking I'm taking the rookie. I'm taking Broncos over the rookie-led Titans. I just can't. I just can't do it. They're well-coached, but I, this is going to come down to quarterback play. But I might be biting myself in the ass for this one, but hey, who knows? Um, Jacksonville, Kansas City. I'm taking Kansas City. Kansas City is just, an, they're just, they're just a good team, man. They're a good team. I don't think, I, they're not losing that game. Cleveland, Miami. Cleveland at Miami. That's a tough one. What do you guys like? What do you guys like in this one? Cleveland at Miami. Cleveland at Miami. They got a great run game. Uh, you got Tua is, is, is just lighting things up with, with Waddle and, uh, and Tyreek Hill. I can't see that changing. I think Miami takes his game. Miami over Cleveland. I'm taking that. Uh, what do we got? Let's see. Houston, New York. Davis Mills heading to New York to face Daniel Jones and Coach Dable. Let me let me let me say Saquon over Houston. I saw Houston's defense. Houston defense is absolute trash. Absolute trash. I'm taking I'm taking NYG. New York Giants. Here we go. Next up, New Orleans and Pittsburgh. See, I say New Orleans, right? But you guys say New Orleans. So weird. So which is it? Is it New Orleans or New Orleans? I say I'm gonna just stick. I'm gonna just stick the way I do it. New Orleans. New Orleans. You know what I'm saying? To they're at Pittsburgh. New Orleans just got spanked last week. Alvin Kamara is a good player. I don't know who they got playing. Is it gonna be Andy Dalton? Is it Jameis Winston? Uh, do we like Pittsburgh? Kenny Pickett. George Pickens. What do we like? New Orleans? Oh, Amy says it's New Orleans. New or- it's New Orleans. <laughs> Yo, it's New Orleans. New Orleans. Uh, <laughs> that's actually pretty funny. Um, as said in French. It's funny because there's a place in, in Ottawa called Orleans. We say Orleans. So whenever I see New Orleans, it's New Orleans to me because that's what we call it here in, in Ontario where I'm from, Orleans. But you guys see New Orleans, which is weird because it doesn't it doesn't correlate. It's E-A-N. You'd say leans, right? But you guys are like New Orleans, but it is what it is. Somebody said, I heard that, Heather. <laughs> Saints go marching, man. So you guys like the Saints in this game? Saints? Do you guys like the Saints, though? Saints. All right, I see the Saints in this. My man Dakota, Jets fan, says, yo, give me, give me the Aints. The Aints are in there, or are you saying against them? Nola. All right, man, we're going Saints in this one. Saints will take are going to be over the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't know, man. This is going to be the first year that uh, Coach Tomlin takes an L in a losing season, and it's not going to look good. So Kenny Pickens is just not that dude right now. He's still he's still he's still early. He's still early. Um, 
let's see we got we got uh indianapolis at vegas vegas listen i don't know if you guys heard about it but Devonte adams was like yo if pretty much he's saying they double team me every game i'm double teamed every game so if you guys feel like they're gonna double team me so don't go to him i get double teamed every game if that's the game i'm if that's the case if you guys don't want to go to me i'm gonna get four catches per season so pretty much what he's saying is double teamed or not throw me the football i'm gonna get it i don't give a damn if i'm double teamed throw me the football and guess what Derek Carr's got to oblige. He's got to do it. Now, Darren Waller's not playing. He's out for the season, and I know that because he's on my fantasy team, and it kills me. And uh, I had a chance to trade him. I should have put him on the block and got something for him, but I didn't. So now I have to put him on IR, and I got Foster Moreau that's going to be handling business. So we'll see how that plays out. But the Raiders against Indianapolis, Jonathan Taylor's back and playing. They still have Sam Enlinger. They got Jeff Saturday as head coach. They're too much of a mess over there um, in Indy. So I'm taking the Raiders. The Raiders over Indy. I just uh I just don't like it. I don't see I don't see anything good. Dallas Cowboys and Green Bay. I'm taking Dallas over Green Bay. McCarty, McCartney's going back to, to play his old team. Green Bay is just a mess. So I'm taking Dallas over Green Bay. That's a, that's not even a, a no-brainer. Um, Arizona, Los Angeles Rams. That one's a toss-up for me, man. I don't know about that one. Arizona, Los Angeles Rams. Arizona, Los Angeles Rams. Arizona, Los Angeles Rams. And Los Angeles Rams are at home. And Kyler Murray and Devontae, excuse me, uh, DeAndre Hopkins were getting into it with each other. Do we like the Cardinals over the Rams? And hold on, hold on a sec. Hear, hear me out, though. Kyler Murray not, might not be playing. So if Kyler Murray's not playing, I'm taking the Rams, man. But here's the, here's the thing. Kyler Murray might not play, and Stafford might not play. So that's a toss-up. That's really a toss-up. I don't even like that game. So you got both quarterbacks that might not play. So now you just got to – got. so I'm going with the Cardinals. I'll tell you why I'm going with the Cards. Cards over Rams because the Cards can't run the ball. Excuse me. The Rams can't run the ball. They just won't run the ball. They can't run the ball. The Rams only, only, it's like they only see Cooper Cup on that offense. And now Matthew Stafford is not playing. I don't know, man. I don't know. And I think the, I think the Cardinals feel like they can still muster a good season now that DeAndre's back. So I'm going to take the cards over the Rams. The Rams are just a hot mess. Um, Los Angeles Chargers in San Francisco. Give me San Fran. San Fran over the Chargers. I don't believe in uh, Justin Herbert. He doesn't have his weapons, so he's going to be... You just can't depend on Eckler all day. Sorry, buddy. You just can't. So, no can do. Here's the thing. Cardinals coach Sal says, your Cardinals coach is a joke. You want to hear this? Check this out. So, both DeAndre Hopkins and, and Kyler Murray are walking back to the sideline, and they're both bickering back to each other. Yo, you got to do this. And he's like, you you didn't see me? And they're, they're going back and forth, right? And as players will do. I mean, if you've played football, you've gone back and forth with your quarterback or... Your, your corner or your whoever. Yo, you didn't see me. You didn't make that block me. That we bicker. And then we get over it, right? So coach comes in. He's like, offense, get in, get in, get in. Get in, offense. He goes, they can't stop us. They can't stop us. So let's get it together and let's go. Walks away. Where, where was the inspiration? Offense, bring it in. They can't stop us on offense. Meanwhile, the team is stopping them. Seattle was stopping everything they did. 
They couldn't do shit. This guy is out of here by next year. New coach is happening. New coach. New coach and probably new GM. Owner is going to be like, yo, get rid of this guy. We'll see how that plays out. So uh, last but not least, Washington. Actually, two more games. Washington at Philadelphia. Could this be the game that Washington upsets Philly in a in a divisional game? Can I say that? I've taken those two those two teams as my upset special. And twice they have come in and helped me with the upset special. Can we do it? Can Washington beat the undefeated Eagles on prime time? It's a divisional game. And you know how divisional games are. We just lost one to the Jets. And we were not supposed to lose to the Jets. And Tyler Henneke gets uh, um, Dotson back. Jahan Dotson comes back. Can we see an upset? Washington upset? I'm taking Washington over this one. I just can't have the Eagles keep winning like that. So Washington upsets the Eagles. Upsets. It's going to be upset Monday. Or, yeah, that's a Monday, uh, that's a Monday nighter. And uh, that's it, man. Those are the games. So we got... Seattle over Tampa, Bills over Vikings, Chicago over Detroit, Broncos over Tennessee, Kansas City over Jacksonville, Miami over the Browns, uh, Giants over Houston, Saints over Pittsburgh, Raiders over Indy, Dallas over Green Bay, Cardinals over Rams, San Francisco over the Chargers, and Washington with the upset over the Eagles. I like it. So go ahead and put your money on that, and you guys already know the rule. If you win, I just want 10% of the winnings. That's all I want, 10%. uh, Throw me in the PayPal. And we'll catch we'll we'll catch on to that. Um, but that's it, folks. That's it, my time. That's my time. I appreciate y'all. Y'all know how we love doing this on Friday nights, and I appreciate you guys. You guys don't have to be here. You guys don't have to give me your time. But the fact that you here, you're here with me, hanging out, much appreciated. You feel me? So, uh, listen, man, it's love, man. I'm gonna let you guys be. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. I gotta go and uh, celebrate the rest of this weekend because it's the it's my son's first birthday. It was on Thursday. So, uh, listen, man, this craziness. How boys are so different than girls is insane. It is insane. This guy is moving everywhere. And my girls were pretty damn good, man. They're just, you know what I mean? You, they're, they're, they don't move. They're just right there. This guy is squirming. He's here. He's there. Boys are different. They are freaking different, man. So it's, uh, it's my son's birthday. So it's his first birthday. So I'm just going to be hanging out all weekend and uh, taking pictures, all that. You know how that goes. So uh, much love to y'all. And I, I'm a I'm gonna do this going forward because I feel like this is necessary. And before I put my music on, I'm saying like Dion, where's my music at? Before I before I do that, fellas, ladies, whoever, make sure that you a say something or b do something nice for somebody. I'm telling you right now, it makes a difference. It doesn't matter whether it's just a, a compliment on someone's smell. Oh man, what's that fragrance? You smell great. It means something to that person. And if we do that. It's just, it makes, it makes just your community. I'm just going to say your community. It makes your community a better place. You know what I'm saying? So take care of each other, man. Say some good things to people. Do, do good deeds and, and go from there. So folks, that's it for me. So enjoy your weekend. Yeah. We have a big game this week. Case Keenum. Buffalo Fanatics. You're on the case. Ken Dorsey. Wow, wow. Don't make me put you on the milk carton. I'm a fanatic. I'm a Buffalo fanatic. Don't make me do it. Play good, be humble. Gabe Davis. Number 17, the captain. I didn't mention you tonight. I purposely didn't mention you tonight. Because if you don't show up again, boy, you gonna get roasted. I don't want to roast. 
I just want to have fun. So, folks, until next time, enjoy your weekend. Richard Forbes, I see you, brother. I appreciate you. I appreciate everybody. Amy, Martin Hernandez, James Hill. Yo, throw them microphones up. Throw them microphones up. Throw that fire up. And we'll catch you on the flip side. It's your boy. And I'm gone. Let's go. Protecting Josh, salute to him, he the general now. Rico got legends for interviews. How the Buffalo Bills got the best fan base away games, red, white, blue in the crowd. I'm a, hey, I'm a Buffalo fanatic. Play good, be humble. Number 17, the captain. I'm a Buffalo fanatic. I'm a Buffalo fanatic. I'm a Buffalo fanatic. I'm a Buffalo fanatic. Hey, I'm a Buffalo fanatic. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.